What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, January the 21st. On this episode, uh, we're, of course, going to be talking about freaking Xbox Microsoft slapping their big old checkbook down and was like, <laughs> freaking cash money, you know? <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, uh, I don't even know how you found this. So uh, you can imagine. But <laughs> we're also going to wind down the podcast once we get through all the craziness that happened this past week with some Rocket League because it's been Best quite it's been quite a while. So we talk about Rocket. League. Are you talking about the mobile game or the real game? Real game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, with us thing. today with us today, you can find him at xuser8x across the many globes. We have Matthew with us on the podcast. What up, what up? The mini the mini globes. You know, sure. Right before we record, I would say for the last like maybe five, four or five episodes, I've thought I just need to grab a symbol and bring it back in here. That's true. That would and be so obnoxious. <laughs> so for, you don't know this. Before we moved down here, we did the podcast. I did it in the same room where my drums were set up. So I would just like. You need a gong. Announce people. I do need a gong. I talked about that, like a little tiny desk one. Yeah, yeah we do. Sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. But instead, yeah, it's, it's just like yeah. no noise. I don't even put in fake crowd noise. It's just this. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All I ask is that this week we talk about the most important entertainment news that happened this week, which is that the Santa Claus with Tim Allen is coming back for miniseries on Disney+. Plus. Mm. I think that's the most important thing that happened this week. Nice. Well, as a video game podcast, of course, that's the number one story. So. I feel like Telltale should get a hold of that. And <laughs> it's not even it's not even Christmas season anymore, according to Emily. I told her she was the Scrooge. She's like, you need to take down the Christmas decorations. I was like, it's still January, so you need to shut your mouth. Apparently, I'm told it technically ends January sixth. It does because that's yeah. the twelve days of Christmas right. or whatever. But first day of Christmas is Christmas, right? Exactly. On. But I feel like any time in January, you're you're still good. Yeah, you know, sure. I, I've definitely stretched into march before oh god mm-hmm. <laughs> i remember some years that we had our tree up in like freaking july Dude, that's true just never took it down. you get to that point you get to that point where you're like should we take i mean we're closer to christmas we yeah just, just keep, keep going <laughs> like is there a reason is there a benefit to taking this down <laughs> it's not real uh, tree also, or fake tree oh uh, fake tree yeah all the time we don't do that real tree crap I think we maybe we had, had real, real trees tree when we were like kids. One time, yeah. No, no, we had them. We had them when we were kids, all the way up until we were like, I don't know, eight or ten years old, and then it was just like fake tree from then on. We have a black, all black tree now, so it's definitely fake. I don't think Very that's metal. real. <laughs> so metal. <laughs> um, also, with us for the first time in the history of freaking life, you can find him so many different freak places. It's it's ungodly. At Tanner Hinden, world. I guess everywhere. Uh, if yeah. you if you're a musician out there and you're like, you know what, I need a studio specifically one that's in Atlanta, you can go to at Madison Records. You can go there, Tanner. Or if you're like, you know what, 
I want to listen to this freaking trashy rock band. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can trashy. Go to at, like, <laughs> at like machines. No, it's not trashy. Now here, the merch guy's really good looking. Like machines ATL. That's right. What's the ATL stand for? Uh, you know, figure it out. <laughs> like machines at the leisure. How do you like say you can our, listen to it at your leisure? How what? How do you say our uh, our handle? Uh, Lakay Machinus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> at Lakay Machinus. Adel. <laughs> if you want that's, to. That's, we have Tanner That'll Hinden definitely with help people find podcast. him. I'm very excited to be here. I am. You should be. Not as much of a gamer as you guys are, but I do enjoy it. I'm, or I'll say I'm not as in touch with the, oh, you know, goodness. what's going on and all that, but I'm excited to learn something and hang out. And thanks for having me. Um, well, I feel like, I feel like your first mistake. Whether you're. I was just saying, I feel like your first mistake is thinking that we know what we're talking about in the first place anyways. That's true. So, yeah. I mean, I think you're good. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks you're good. Um, for those that are listening or maybe you're watching our beautiful faces on YouTube, um, we all may look similar age, but Tanner Hendon is actually my father. So, <laughs> you hear me call him daddy at any point. That's why. It's cool. It's biological, and that's how science works. So... <laughs> That's just the way it is. Well, we want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday, wherever the heck you get your podcast at. Normally, that's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, etc. Um, you can actually now rate podcasts on Spotify as of like last month. So if you want to go on there and give us 8,000 stars, that would be fantastic. Um, And if they say, you know what, you can only give us five, then you submit a ticket to Spotify and you say, why can't I give people 8,000 stars? And if enough people do that, just think, if enough people do that, they will change the rating system. Yep. Yep. And if you write your congressman a letter. (laughs) So that 8,000 is like getting one star. Exactly. (laughs) Did we determine it's stars on Spotify? Is that what it is? It is stars. It is. It's, it's not like five stars. five spots. Five spots. Yeah. No, not, no, definitely not five spots. Just isn't a, a crazy world we live in, you know? Like if Spotify, Mister Spotify, woke up tomorrow and had like eight hundred thousand <laughs> emails that was like, "We want eight hundred thousand stars for ratings." Like they would just have to do it, you know? <laughs> they wouldn't have a choice. <laughs> Oh man, maybe one day when we when we have eight hundred thousand uh, downloads, we can actually make it happen. We can you know make what? a difference we in need this some, world. We need somebody to spearhead this campaign. I think Rebecca Black would be a great person to spearhead our campaign. Tanner, you don't know this, but Rebecca Black comes up just about every episode. So just all right, all right, roll with the punches. Yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly think it's show. really it's just it's really as simple as we release this on Friday. And so, therefore, somehow or another, her name gets brought up every time. Is that, that's that girl? That's that girl. It's that girl. I have a very, I have a, I have a very interesting story to tell you then. Please. Okay. (laughs) Go on. So, when that song, uh, obviously that song came out and, you know, went, went ham or whatever. And Mm -hmm. the singer in my band at the time did some songwriting. And mm-hmm. uh, worked with a vocal coach, uh, 
like songwriting for other people and worked with a vocal coach here in Atlanta uh, named uh, Jan Smith. And they did some like production and stuff out of her studio and, and uh, would pitch songs to people. Anyway, singer in my band, not my current band, old band, ended up writing her second single. Uh, this is my moment. Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I think it was that called be... This Is My Moment. No, Saturday would okay. have been like if she would have immediately signed to a label, then they all would have sat in this room, all this round table and been like, all right, guys, give a put on the board. Saturday. She should have done a cover of Elton John's Saturday Night's All Right. Yeah. yeah. She had a live show like two or three days ago. Cause I, no I think she way. started a tour or something like that, but it was like, I've, I've seen it because obviously here at the log on podcast, we follow Rebecca black on every social media platform you can imagine. <laughs> right. And I assume she follows us. Would. Of course. I mean, she listens every week. She just won't li- reply to my emails. But <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It was, you know what? It wasn't half bad. It wasn't I'm, half bad. I mean, it good was, for her for keeping still going. I I would have never thought oh yeah. that she was still still. Around. She she did Friday, but it was completely remixed, like oh. out the butthole, and it was uh, it was very Barbie girl. That's, uh, that's what that it song. says. Like that's what it reminded me of. That's, that's what it says on the album. It says Friday parent or yeah parentheses remix out the butthole. <laughs> so, that's I mean, that's how call. you get those listeners, you know what I mean? Can't just do normal remixes anymore. You gotta change things. Everybody's heard remixes. Your your listeners right now are like, uh, are they ever gonna talk about video games? <laughs> no. This is a weekly not. occurrence for us. Okay. We haven't even started the intro yet. No, I'm just um you can follow us at Log on Games on all social media platforms, as well as at Miss Rebecca Black on all social media <laughs> platforms. Um, so just go on your phone, your computer, wherever you're listening to this. Press pause, follow everyone, and then get, and then you're good to go. If you want to get your questions right. and stuff in, we also have a Discord channel. Uh, we have a little link tree in our bio, just about everywhere. You can go on there and and get in our Discord, and we can play games. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction just launched. I played that a little bit today. It's it's kind of fun if you're into that. Um, we, we always be playing Halo. We always be up in there. Uh, I mean, I need more people to teabag. So if you want to hop in our Discord, one v one me, then you can do that too. So, <laughs> but I I, I feel like and that phrase I need more people to teabag could really get you in trouble in some places. In life. <laughs> I'm just not saying. in 2022. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Oh, okay, okay, we're good. It's now. relevant to we're, Halo. So yeah. yeah. Exactly, we're we're past we're past that now. You can you can yeah. teabag whoever you want now. Right. People care right, about right. COVID That's now. True. They don't care about teabagging anymore. All right. Well, I'm let's trying to decide in. what the next thing to play is because I finished Death Loop today, so I gotta get to figure out what's next. Um. So, I'm thinking I might jump into Fantasy Star finally. Come on over. It's on Game Pass. We can do it. It is. I have it downloaded. It's just sitting there, looking at me, staring at you. Um, all right, well, let's, you know, we're 11 minutes and uh, 20 seconds. Actually, with the intro song, we're probably like 11 minutes, 38 seconds into the podcast right now. So let's actually yep. finally talk about something Halfway that there. happened. This, this, something very small that happened this past week. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring up the original. I have so many things I'm going to read, uh, so I apologize if I get long-winded here, here and there, but... Uh, 
I assume if you're listening to this podcast on a Friday, which this news broke, let's see when, uh, January 18th, was that Tuesday? So you probably know about this stuff already, but there has been some new updates that have happened. But uh, January 18th, 5.25 a.m. That's in the morning. That's what that stands for. Uh, Phil Spencer and Xbox decided to uh, launch this little uh, tweet out that had a link. And uh, it just basically says Xbox plus Activision, Blizzard, and King. Uh, and this is, I'm reading this from news.xbox.com. Welcoming the incredible team and legendary franchises of Activision Blizzard to Microsoft Gaming. Um, as a team, we are on a mission to extend blah, blah. I'm going to get to the good stuff here. Um, as we pursue that mission, it is incredibly exciting to announce that Microsoft has agreed to acquire Activision Blizzard. Over many decades, the studios and teams that make of Activision Blizzard have earned Vast wellsprings of joy and respect from billions of people around the world. We're incredibly excited to have the chance to work with amazing, talented, dedicated people across. And then they name all their developers. Um, so I want to just start from the top here from, from myself. I told Matthew this on the phone the other day, but I woke up, I looked at my phone. I saw the little uh, image that had the Xbox plus Activision Blizzard King thing on it. And I was like, oh, cool. They did some d- deal with them. Blizzard and Activision games are com- probably just like coming to Game Pass day one or something like that. So I was like, cool. So I went throughout my day. And two or three in the afternoon, I got back on Twitter and people were making a big deal about it. And I was like, it's just Game Pass. I mean, it's cool. But then, no, it's different. They freaking bought them for... A little different. I think the last... Different. Little different for what the last number I think was from Bloomberg sixty eight point seven billion dollars, which is more money than I have currently. A <laughs> little bit, barely, um, barely. And yeah, this isn't this is an all cash deal as well. So they're not there's no other assets, there's no stocks involved, there's no nothing. They basically just wrote them a check, wow. said here's sixty eight point seven billion. Let's get this thing. Let's get this thing going. Matthew, I want to start with you. Mm-hmm. Overall thoughts, how you found out, all that kind of stuff. Mm, I found out uh, IGN posted that it was on Twitter. Or on Twitter, yeah, they tweeted that it, uh, the deal was going through. And it, I was up earlier than I'm usually up. And I just happened to be on Twitter and saw it two minutes after it was posted. So I was like, holy smokes, that's a big deal. Even when I You're saw the, first the uh, well, no, um, but uh, even when I saw that it was being purchased, if you'd have been like, man, how much money do you think this deal would cost? I don't think my mind would have comprehended $70 billion. So that's just so, so much money. It's a lot. This is, uh, um, I, I don't know. I'd have to sit back and think maybe I would assume this is probably the largest acquisition in video game history not just in terms of money i know it is in terms of money but in terms of like effect on the industry like this has got to be this is massive uh i think we, i we have talked about I have one of my one million links i have like the biggest acquisitions i think somewhere so we'll get there <laughs> mm-hmm. there you go but um yeah i know we talked about uh the other day that kind of like uh, the last few years, it's really been Sony that's making the most money, uh, video game wise. Tencent is number two, and then Blizzard Activision is three. 
And that's really the lowest that Blizzard Activision has been in a while. <laughs> like they were for like a long time, eight, 10 years, they were making more money than any other video game company period every single year. And now to think that they've been purchased like that, uh, that's a massive, massive chunk of yeah. money first off and a massive acquisition. But also um, I think that it says a lot about the state of Activision Blizzard at the moment, because the fact that they would even be willing to sell. Um, I yeah. think all the stuff that's happened the last couple of years had to happen for even them to get to the point where they would sell. So, Tanner, I'm going to uh, name off some games for you. Are you ready for this? Yeah. These are all the games that potentially once this deal, once the, the lines are signed, I guess that's what they say when they do these deals. When lines are signed, this is what Xbox has now. Franchises such as Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, Star Crash, or Star Crash, Starcraft, Tony Hawk, Spyro, Hearthstone, Guitar Hero, Crash, Bandicoot, and more. A whole bunch of them. Well, it's all about Candy Crush, obviously. <laughs> uh, funny you say that. I think I have an article. <laughs> it's probably I don't know like if I have this article. One. But that was, that was one of my first things. I was like, how much money does Candy Crush make? In 2020. This is important. I think a, 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 giant, a giant portion of our listeners tune in for Candy Crush info. So, 100%. In 2020, Candy Crush <laughs> made $633,000 a day. Jesus. One day. <laughs> so, you can just... That's just one thing that they got. That's just it. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like... You know, like as I said in the beginning, you guys are a little bit more in depth or not. Maybe I don't know. But <laughs> to me, I'm, I. It's hard. I mean, because like I assume that all these games are going to be Xbox exclusive. I mean, you would. I, I don't know. Maybe at not. some point. At some, I mean, that's the argument that's going around the Internet. Right. right. Now. I mean, but, are, that's a yeah. question that I have, yeah. you know, and that seems like. Mm hmm. I don't know. I mean, that for, you know, like Call of Duty in particular, I wonder what percentage of Call of Duty players are playing on Xbox versus PlayStation versus PC. You know, I mean, it just seems like you're cutting off a huge portion of your market if, if they were to do that. Um, it's funny you say that. I have I have things for you have the stats. I have some that's Andrew, stats. That's Andrew, the rest of this episode is we're going to say something that goes, that's funny you should say that. It's funny you should say that. <laughs> it's going to continue um, to do that. I don't have percentages <laughs> of PlayStation versus Xbox or anything like that, but as of 2020, or I'm not, not 2020, I'm sorry, top 20 best-selling games of 2021. So this, this is just this past year, okay? Um, number one and number two are both Call of Duty games. Call of Duty Vanguard, which was the game that came out this November, the number one selling game of 2020. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, last year's game. Well, I guess, yeah, 2020's game is the number two best selling game. Before we hit up number three with Madden 22, number four Pokemon uh, Diamond Pearl remakes. So, yeah. And then I thought I had another post, but I look at Wikipedia, but like literally almost every year, whatever Call of Duty game is, is the best selling game for that year. So I don't yeah. know how much money, you know, you're going to be making off that, but well, it, right. But the issue, the, the and the question is, and kind of what he was saying, um, 
you you mentioned Pokemon. Pokemon's fourth on that list, and it's the first game on that list that's exclusive to one console. Yeah. And then six on the list, you have uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man, which is exclusive to the PlayStation. And then, incredibly enough, Mario Kart 8 is still... Dude, we were looking this up the other day uh me and some guys at the studio and like we were wondering what the the top selling franchises were in video games and mario is like yeah number one i think of all time which i mean you know it was the og and you kind of got all Mm -hmm. that like merch stuff you know i'm sure they they probably sell like mario shirts at target and stuff you know but I mean, yeah, exactly. But yeah, but to this <laughs> point, the, like to that point, that's the that's the only like the highest selling game is Pokemon and then and then Spider Man that are exclusive to a system. So if they take Call of Duty and make it exclusive, like it'd be interesting to see that breakdown. Like, how, would it no. still be where it is on that list, or or I don't know, what does that look like? I mean, where's would... like Halo? You know, well, Halo is a free game. Oh, okay. True. Oh, I guess the multiplayer is, so numbers might be weird. And it also came out at the end of December, so they probably won't actually have like who like who True. bought the campaign. Right. You know what I mean? Or who at least played yeah. it on Game Pass, because that's where right. they want people to play it anyway. Yep. Um yeah, yeah. But I mean, having I, yeah. the number one or number one and two best selling game of all time be exclusive is one way to get people over to your platform for sure. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. But it just would be interesting to see, like if if those two Call of Duty games came out at the same time they did, but they were exclusive to Xbox, where would they end up on that list? Would they still be one and two? Well, and the answer is maybe. I don't know. I'm just curious. I, I, that would be an interesting. That's that's what we're going to find out, I guess, in the near future when they decide what they're going to do do with this stuff. Correct. So, so the argument across across the land <clears throat> the last couple of days has been is because Call of Duty is the main one, obviously. You're talking Blizzard. You're talking when you talk Overwatch, Diablo, World of Warcraft, Starcraft type games. What do you probably 70 percent are on PC anyway? Those are all PC games. Those are big esports titles. Those are all that kind of stuff. Now Diablo has been on console. Overwatch is obviously on console, um, but they're mainly PC things. But Call of Duty is like when you think Call of Duty, you think console game. Um, history being. 360 years, everybody's playing Call of Duty. Uh, PS4 came out and PlayStation kind of was the face of Call of Duty, I would say, just simply because they had the, like, every year they had exclusive maps, exclusive characters, exclusive yeah, was, skins. Was Call of Duty ever exclusive? It wasn't, but there was always exclusive content when PlayStation got involved. Like, right. yeah. You could play it two weeks early. You got these maps and no one else did like that kind of stuff. So it kind of shifted then, but like for the most part, I just assume, you know, everybody plays Call of Duty everywhere. Um, Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, I thought I had something pulled up. Maybe I didn't. Um, I'm trying to figure out where to go here. So Sony said, Sony has spoken out about this about exact mm-hmm. specifically Activision and Call of Duty. And then Phil can Spencer I, can, had, I ask a, can I ask a quick question real quick? No. Very dumb question. <laughs> Where is Sony in the in the gaming uh so it's Sony's PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. Is, that, right. is that okay. 
Got it, got it, got it. So basically, I thought I had it up here. Maybe, Matthew, maybe you were talking about it. A second ago, you said Sony and Tencent, I think, were number one or and the, number two. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Activision uh, Blizzard I, was like number th- Correct. Three. Okay. Yeah. So like that's yep. that's basically and I think there was somebody that came out and said like Nintendo was was valued at like fifty eight point something billion dollars, which obviously if Nintendo were to sell it would they would be a lot more than that. But they basically bought did a Nintendo's worth to <laughs> to buy Activision Blizzard, essentially. Like it's something like yeah. that pretty like that drastic. But um Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the really intri- the real intriguing thing here is that it's that the fact that it's that much money. It's, it's basically seventy billion dollars, and from a take money out of the equation and look at the industry, and you say, "Wow, this is a great move for Xbox. They just acquired a massive company that you know makes some really good games that they could make first party games." And I think that's that's obviously true. The question is, how and how long? And what avenues do you take to get your $70 billion back? <laughs> That's a lot of money. And like Call of Duty can be really successful and you still got to figure out a way to get $70 billion back. So yeah. um, that's not saying they will do it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, uh, that's the million dollar question or the $70 billion question, I guess. I wonder if there's any, do? if there's any like, I mean, I'm sure there is, but any crazy new games that, you know, they have in the pipeline that, we just don't know about also. Well, well you think and they, well, they bought they bought Bethesda for seven billion, whatever <clears> it was, and that deal closed what earlier in twenty twenty one. Starfield being the big one that everybody was like, is this going to be? Mo- is this the first game that Xbox is like? You know what? This is only ours, and it was. And especially with Tim Howard, Bethesda King. Being like, this is our next Skyrim. It's like, you know, okay, this is going to be what well, at least they think it's going to be a big deal, big deal here. Mm-hmm. So I have no doubts, would, but they do think it's going to be. Yeah. So you would think one would assume that when they bought Bethesda and they got all those acquisitions and those developers, and now you're seeing all those games come to Game Pass, be exclusive. Redfall would have been a Bethesda game. It's exclusive. Starfield, Bethesda game. It's exclusive. You would assume, I know this is a lot more money, but you would assume the same things would happen here. So whatever contracts, whenever those contracts are up, whether it's like like we were talking about before we record, hit record, what Call of Duty games are already in the works and have contracts, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, it doesn't matter this year. It's going to take at least a year for this thing to be a done deal. So they said fiscal year, oh, what, yeah, like yeah. 2022, whatever. So basically, March, I think, until June 30th of 2023. Sometime in that period is when this deal will close. Right. Correct. So it's not going to be this year's Call of Duty, and it probably won't be next year's Call of Duty. So I'm guessing, what, 2024 Call of Duty might be the first year that it's exclusive? Maybe. Have you yeah, all had maybe. any? Uh, and, and I haven't played the new one. I heard it's pretty buggy and not cool. I haven't played a Call of Duty in <laughs> ten years. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I played it. Who here are and there. you? Yeah. So, so critically, <laughs> the last two year Call of Duties. I mean, critically, really, you could go back further than that. But the last two year Call of Duty are not the stuff. 
from people that play Call of Duty. Right. Um, but, but it doesn't the, matter because they sell. They're, they're like a Madden or an NBA or whatever. Like people are going to see Call of Duty. Like people will buy an Xbox and they'll play Madden and Call of Duty, and that's all they'll ever play. And whatever Call of right, Duty comes right. out this year, we're we're buying it. But I mean, you know, they did introduce the the Warzone. The yeah, I was about to say, but critically, Royale, that yeah. one that one's pretty well respected, and people love that one. So, um, but and that's the other thing is when you have to get your seventy billion dollars back, what is the best way to do that to make it exclusive? Because if you make it exclusive, uh, it, well, it's going to be first party anyway, so you already know it's going to come out on Game Pass for free day one. So that's you only make your money back by getting a bajillion people on Game Pass at that point, or selling map packs or whatever, fill in the blank. But do you keep it on Sony for the next five, ten years or whatever, just so you can get those sales <laughs> so you can make that money back? I don't know. I just would be interested to see what they do. I have no it's idea. Funny you I wonder, say that. I wonder how much more expensive it is from a development standpoint to you know make it cross platform. You it's know, it's not funny much you all anymore. say these things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me why it's funny. There's there's so many layers that we can't even cover in an hour long podcast, but uh, watch this, watch this, yeah. But I'll just start with this. Read fast because because some of these things talk are about what we're saying, and some of it goes even deeper. But Sony's market value. This is from Gamespot.com. This was on January 19th, so a day after it happened. I don't know what it is at now, but this was just for context. January 19th at 10:30 a.m. Microsoft's $68.7 billion deal to acquire Activision Blizzard sent shockwaves throughout the industry this week, even reaching far enough to seemingly shake up Sony's worth in the global market. Sony Group Corp. share Corp's share fell as much as 13% after Microsoft's deal was made public, effectively wiping $20 billion off Sony's evaluation or Sony's valuation. This was the largest dip in the Japanese conglomerate's share price since October 2008, back when the company recalled 100,000 laptop batteries due to potential fire hazard issues. Sony will have a monumental challenge on its hands to stand on its own uh, in this war of attrition. Um, I can't, I'm not even going to pretend to uh, say what this guy's name is, but there's this, this is a Bloomberg guy talking about <laughs> this. I can't pronounce his name. It's just the way it's going to be. With Call of Duty now most likely to be added exclusively to game to the Game Pass roster, the headwinds for Sony are only going to get tougher. Um, in contrast to Sony's Rocky Tuesday, Japanese publishers such as Capcom, Konami, Square Enix saw their stock rise by more than 5% on Tokyo's financial markets, a sign that companies with strong video game IPs uh, that were likely to become more valuable in an age of mega acquisitions. French publisher and developer Ubisoft also experienced a surge in stock price, which rose by 11% by the time markets had closed. I was talking with somebody about this yesterday, and I don't really understand why Konami, like basically all the other third-party publishers' stock prices would go up. I guess because of how much money Activision sold I think for. So they would their their value would go up based on that. Yeah, maybe yes, whole, and it just seems like the whole market. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Well, that and it seems like um, these third party developers are. It doesn't seem like there's going to be very many third party developers in the next uh, right. ten years or whatever. They're all getting yeah. bought, so the value is going up because the assumption that 
yeah, Sony like responds by buying Konami or so we're more expensive now. Right, whatever. And I just did a quick little check. Uh, Sony dropped even more on Wednesday, not by much, but a little bit more. And it's back up to more than it was on Tuesday, but not what it was before Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of it come up to level off a little bit. Um, and it'll just be interesting because, um, <clears throat> yeah, Sony's been king. It just has been as a video game world. And Xbox is fighting from behind because they decided they wanted to put a connect in every box last console system. And, <laughs> and there's, um, and not talk about video games at all. Yeah. Yeah. It was very right. A hundred percent. And, and the biggest issue we've talked about it at, at nauseum is that Xbox's first party games selection sucked compared to what Sony was putting out first party wise. And instead of saying, all right, well, we're going to spend more time and working on our first party games. They said, okay, we'll just buy good first party games. <laughs> and it's that's kind of what they've done. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so it's, it's very interesting. Um, they are, and, and we've talked about um, the difference in Xbox versus PlayStation users in terms of kind of what you're looking for, for a game. You have uh, a lot of halo type, gamers on xbox obviously because of the just the shooters and stuff and playstation's putting out you know detroit become human games and and yeah. naughty dog you know last of us uncharted these story driven narrative single player games which is my favorite kind of game and so this i think just further makes the two uh systems kind of categorize themselves and be like okay we offer something way different than the other side does right so it's interesting what if, um... uh, what if Sony bought Fortnite? Well, Epic's got plenty of money. I don't think they're selling. Yeah, so Epic, Epic just made Apple change something. So, <laughs> I don't think really, Matthew, you know what? It's funny you say that. It's real, it's real okay. funny you mention Apple. One other, one other thought about I'm Sony this from the <laughs> versus Xbox, though. Because so I just got an Oculus a couple days ago, and I was trying yep. to see if yep. I could like you know use it uh, with my Xbox. And you know, not you can't really, but doesn't PlayStation have? Uh, they have a, a VR, VR thing on their. Yeah, they have a PSVR, PlayStation VR. Switch so I was I was but reading, yeah. Uh, yeah, from the Xbox, and you know this could change tomorrow, but apparently Xbox said they have no plans to get into the VR game, mm-hmm. which no. I mean that could. I don't know. I mean, I think we're probably going there. So if PlayStation's already on that, that tip, mm-hmm. that could skyrocket them, I feel like. At you know, one Epic point, Games just I was gonna say just off of Google search, Epic Games is valued about thirty about thirty million. Or thirty billion, not thirty million, yeah. thirty billion. So you know, about half the size of company is Activision Blizzard. Exactly. <laughs> um at one point Xbox came out and they were like, We're gonna try and get the Oculus to work on Xbox, but then they just like they just like said screw it at some point basically mm-hmm. um but this is from the washington post phil spencer did uh washington Xbox. washington did uh washington dc i would say go football team but i don't know what our name's going to be here in a week and a half um <laughs> but this was uh today as we're recording this january the 20th this came out I'm just going to scroll down. I mean, it's a big article, so if you want to read everything you had to say, feel free. Um, But this is what he's talking about, kind of why they did this. Um, Spencer said he's concerned about tech companies unfamiliar with the gaming industry 
barging into the space as opposed to the current experience competition against Nintendo and Sony. They have a long history in video games, he said. Nintendo's not going to do anything that damages gaming in the long run because that's the business they're in. Sony is the same. I trust them. Valve's the same way. When we look at other big tech companies for my uh, com- big tech competitors uh, for Microsoft, Google has search and Chrome. Amazon has shopping. Facebook has social. All these large scale consumer businesses. Uh, the discussion we've had internally uh, where those things are important to those other tech companies for how many consumers they can reach. Gaming can be that for us. Uh, I think we have a unique point of view, which is not about how everything has to run on a single device or platform. That's been a real turning point for us looking at gaming as a consumer opportunity that could have similar impact on Microsoft that some that some of those other scale consumer businesses do for big tech competitors. And it's been great to see the support we've had. Basically saying he doesn't want Google or Amazon or Facebook or Apple or whoever to come in and be like, you know what, we're going to do video games now. So let's just freaking buy mm-hmm. Blizzard, Capcom, uh, whoever, Ubisoft, EA. Let's just go ahead and buy all these people, make it all exclusive yeah. to our box, and then make all this money. Kind of is kind of where his right, right. head's Also, was. further down in the same article, it has a tweet from him, which I just clicked on, from 415 Today, Phil Spencer's Twitter. Uh, had good right. calls this week with the leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. So uh, that's interesting because that could mean a lot of things. Does that mean, okay, Warzone will stay on PlayStation or does that mean they're going to keep releasing all the Call of Duties on the PlayStation? Right. I, don't know. I, I don't think I have the article on here, but yesterday Sony spoke upon this and was basically like, we expect Xbox to keep certain franchises Mm -hmm. on PlayStation or whatever. And then that's why Phil Spencer tweets this. And yeah, when I see (laughs) uh, our desire to keep Call of Duty on, uh, it is our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. I'm sure it is. That could mean a lot of things. Yeah, of course it is. um, But does that mean, yeah, our desire, their desire probably is to have Game Pass on PlayStation. They want everybody on Game Pass anyway. So why not just put Game Pass on PlayStation and then freaking work out the numbers with Sony, whether it's like, you know, we get X percentage yeah. of whatever. But right, I don't know right. if Sony would do that because they're a little yeah. tough guys over there. Yeah, um, I, I don't think they would. So I, don't, many I don't think that would be good anyways. But yeah, I could see I could see Call of Duty every year still coming out on PlayStation for seventy bucks a pop, and then you can get it on Game Pass if you have an Xbox. Like that's that's still a uh, for people that want to play Call of Duty every year. That's still a big uh, pull from the Xbox side to get an Xbox over a PlayStation if you have to pick one or the other. And then yeah. um, I think there's probably some of the larger games that I could see them releasing kind of cross platform or on everything at least. Not that they have to, maybe they don't. I don't know. But um, the one thing that, like, I, I don't think that three years ago, even this acquisition is possible. I think this acquisition is only possible because of a year Blizzard's, ago. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, because of Blizzard's crap in the last year is correct. Um, they're all their, I mean, it's just, well, I mean, one thing they're being after sued another. The by the, they're being sued by the state of California for multiple yeah. workplace environment issues. 
Yeah, there's, there's, there's like three or four different lawsuits from the state. So you're kind of screwed at that yeah. point. You got people leaving left and right and changing of game to, uh, like whatever game leaders of games and all kinds. Of, I mean, they're just, they've had a lot of issues in the last year. And, uh, that's a company that traditionally does not, is not in the public eye unless they want to be. And so, um, yeah, I, I, th- I think that is the biggest reason this acquisition's even happened. And I almost wonder if um, it was more so Activision Blizzard saying, going, uh, like, I almost wonder if this is more them going to Xbox or going to Sony or whatever, just saying, hey. They did an interview with the CEO of Activision <laughs> Blizzard, whatever, Bobby, whatever his name is, the guy that everybody <laughs> hates. Bobby and- Blizzard. Bobby Blizzard. <laughs> and he said that Microsoft wasn't the only people that were interested. He said EA was also in there interested in buying. Thank God EA didn't buy them because God knows what they would have done. But um, <clears throat> where's this article? So speaking would, on... Con- if, if EA bought them, we wouldn't be able to play games with each other. That's, that's true. That's how you... Best thing. <laughs> um, speaking to Call of Duty, here's the one thing that like the good, the pros to this deal. Obviously, Mm -hmm. if you're an Xbox gamer, there's nothing but pros for the most part. It's like you don't have to do anything. You're just going to get more stuff on Game Pass, basically. Agreed. Agreed. Um, It's really only the PlayStation people. And it's not even, I mean, the PC people, too. Because you would assume Xbox wants people on Game Pass. They want people on console. It's very possible that StarCraft, World of Warcraft, they make some version and put that on console as well. But I would say the one possible con, and I don't even think it would be that big of a deal if they did, it was like a $5 price hike on Game Pass just so yeah. he gets his money back quicker or something. But I, sure. even then, I don't think that's a big deal and the biggest deal. Um, talking Call of Duty. Carl on duty. Um, you have <laughs> the, stu- the, the stupid... The reason that none of us like Call of Duty or play Call of Duty anymore, for the most part. I know it's the best-selling game ever, but even Call of Duty players that buy the game every year usually hate it you know that's just the way that's <laughs> true that's true um, but you, you have, have to buy it because tri- if you don't you're a nerd you're a nerd and we don't want to be nerds so you have treyarch <laughs> <laughs> treyarch is one developer for call of duty infinity war ward is the other one and sledgehammer games those are the three people that make call of duty so that's why they come out right. every freaking year because they're technically on a three-year cycle. So Sledgehammer will be mm-hmm. working on a Call of Duty game for three years, but every year a game comes out. Then they get the third year, or however it, mm-hmm. it matches up. So it's not like they're working right. on them together. Correct. So not really. You would assume good things happen. You don't need a Call of Duty game every year because people get freaking burned out, whatever. So what, maybe you pick one of these. If you're Xbox and you've closed this deal, maybe you pick one of these people, whichever one wants it like actually still wants to make Call of Duty because I can imagine they've been making Call of Duty games for years and years and they probably want right. to do something else but Activision's like no you're making Call of Duty because we make bank uh, yep so that that frees up probably two of these studios to do something else and then you don't have to have yep. a Call of Duty game every year you can have one actual really good one once every two years or once every three years or whatever Well, there's and no... then still have Warzone be your, your ongoing Call of Duty thing right where the plus for having a Call of Duty every year is someone spending $60 on the game every year. If it's on Game Pass when it comes out for free and everybody's getting it because they have Game Pass, then why not every two years or whatever? You know what I mean? There's no yeah. There's no real benefit to that. 
we have to have one every year because people just, are going to go buy the game. Then you can just double down on Warzone. I mean, people, they probably make more money for sure on microtransactions on Warzone if they had one team. I mean, that was, you know, like kind of like a Fortnite is. Yep. God knows how much <clears> money I mean, they yeah, make. That's what I was going to say. I almost, yep. you know, I almost view it like it's just an ongoing game that's like updating mm-hmm. kind of way, you know? And totally could be. Um, oh, and, and they, I mean, they could just come out with one game every five years or whatever and then just go crazy every year on DLC stuff or, right. you know, new maps or new seasons or whatever. Like you could, they could put however much, however much money they put into making new DLC maps for Call of Duty is a drop in the bucket of how much it costs them to make a new game. Right. So, yeah, that would be, and they would actually make money off of that because Game Pass doesn't give you all the free stuff. It just gives you the game for free. You still got to buy that. So, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting. They, there's a lot of decisions that need to be made. Um, and again, uh, Andrew and I had this conversation on the phone. We talked about this the other day. So, uh, Sony has proven they know what to do with their first party games. Their first party library is absolutely phenomenal. Xbox has not proven that they know what to do with their first party library. They are set up right now to where it's hard to fail. I think <laughs> they've gotten themselves in a position to where surely this first party stuff's going to be better. But at the same time, they still haven't proven that they know what they're doing with that. And so um, I think the I think cautiously optimistic would probably be the best way to put it because you would assume that they're gonna. Uh, they're going to have some exclusive stuff that's coming out that, that will be really, really good. Um, but I don't know. They, they tend yeah. to not I mean, do a histor- good job. Historically, historically, Sony's been perfect at starting a studio, developing it into something that can come out with a God of War or a freaking Last of Us or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. And Xbox is like, screw it. If we can't do that because we keep sucking at it, We'll just buy the studios that are already there. Yeah. And they'll just be ours now. So that's just one yep. way to do it. You know, and hopefully we it is. I mean, we got just last year, I know Psychonauts was multi platform, but that's their that's an Xbox studio. Psychonauts, Forza and Halo, all nine and nine and ten out of ten games, all like across the board basically. There's some one of those three games have won game of the year from outlets. So that's kind of where you want to be. Sure. Um sure. One other article I want to bring up here. This was January 18th, like 6.04. Why is everybody waking up at 6 o'clock a.m., 5 o'clock a.m. to freaking, oh, I got to post this now? They're not waking up. They're still up gaming, bro. That, that's it. And why is it 6.04? <laughs> well, I, fig- I figure, you know, oh, I'll just schedule this to go live. But why 6.04? Why all these, why can't it just be like 6 o'clock? Yeah, just do six o'clock. Who knows? You're gonna do it. It's probably a conspiracy about it. It is. I digress. Microsoft has announced. I'm reading this from GameSpot.com. Microsoft has announced that its Xbox Game Pass service now has more than 25 million subscribers globally. With Activision Blizzard joining its ranks, Microsoft is preparing to expand the Game Pass library with a number of games pulled from that company's catalog. We also announced today that Game Pass has more. Than, this is, I think, Phil Spencer talking. Um, we also announced that Game Pass now has more than 25 million subscribers. As always, we look forward to continuing to add more value and more great games to Game Pass. We will offer as many Activision Blizzard games as we can within Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass. 
both new titles and games from Activision Blizzard's incredible catalog. Current de- deal is valued, which is valued close to $70 billion, which we now know is 68.7 or whatever. Um, and then I think the rest of the stuff we've talked to. Uh, for the immediate future yeah. of Game Pass, oh yeah, I just talked about this month. So basically 25 million Game Pass subscribers, basically as of now, as of two days ago. Yeah. It's a lot of guacamole. It is. I'm, 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 I would be curious to see how big of a spike they get from Christmas because the amount of kids that get a, a three-month Game Pass subscription card in their stocking has got to be pretty high, you know, like that maybe don't yeah. have it all the time or whatever. And I would I'd just be curious to see how, how much of a bump they get from that. So, but that's, uh, I think last that's they year, want. They, they, they want la- all of the last- subscribers. This, I guess, spring last year, I think, February, whenever it was, was the last time we saw stats, and they said they had 18 million subscribers. So basically, a year later, they're up to 25 million. So that's pretty good. 7 million mm-hmm. increase. Um, but yeah, I mean, you figured... I don't... We still don't really know what the heck Overwatch 2 is. I mean, I feel like Overwatch... They could come out and be like, Overwatch 2 is coming out next month, or they could come out and be like, listen, we have no idea. It could be two years before this thing comes out. I have no idea. It'll come out <laughs> it's just, right after Fable. It could at this point. <laughs> but you figure if Overwatch 2 gets pushed back to whenever this deal is done or whatever, that's on Game Pass. Call of Duties are coming to Game Pass. Diablo 4, the, the new Diablo game, which people will love, come to Game Pass. If they can somehow finagle a World of Warcraft version to come to Xbox, obviously it's going to be on PC Game Pass, but to come to Xbox Game Pass where you don't have to pay the freaking monthly subscription or whatever, then everybody's going to have Game Pass. I mean, just, I wonder how many subscribers World of Warcraft has by themselves. If they were like, it's on Game Pass now and you don't have to pay a monthly subscription, how many more people? Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Obviously, it was massive at one point. I don't know where. I don't know what it's at right now. I don't know where that well, is. Through the power of the internet, we can find out. Funny you I should was just say looking that. Up. Funny <laughs> you should say that. <laughs> I was not looking that up. But uh, data get, data indicates that as of 2020, Sony's PlayStation operating system holds 57 percent of the market share, uh, with Xbox mm-hmm. holding a 43 percent of the market mm-hmm. share that seems about right which is that sounds about right yeah which is much closer than things were uh two three years ago yeah so because i feel like yeah like everybody played call of duty on xbox and then when ps4 came out they started doing all that exclusive stuff and i remember seeing a lot of people get pissed off about it but it's like listen if you yeah, want- that's not necessarily too specifically for call of duty that's just like mm-hmm. kind of in general mm-hmm um, I will tell you the one the one game that I really hope does not or, or multiple series of games that I hope does not go to Xbox exclusivity is the Tony Hawk games because I was whole I literally when I I saw that the Tony Hawk game oh, I was like, oh yeah that's Activision I picked up both controllers and I went oh this game would suck on the Xbox controller <laughs> <laughs> because you got to play that one with a D pad and that's that's made for the PlayStation controller for sure much better yep I have. It doesn't matter. It means nothing. It's in a bad spot. He's he's just he's just a fanboy guy. Don't listen. Um, <laughs> as of twenty twenty, also this is the latest WoW subscriber count for twenty twenty one shows a bit of a dip. Okay, so twenty twenty one subscriber count is four point seven four million. That's, That's the subscriber count. That's the people that pay monthly to play this game. 
Wow. What was that number again? 4.74 million Four. as of 2021. As of October 2021, so a couple months ago. So you figure you throw that thing on PC Game Pass and say, you know what? You don't have to pay the monthly subscription on top of buying the expansion passes in the game or whatever. You just come on here, you download it, and you're good to go. Then all those players are going to move over to PC Game Pass because why wouldn't you? Unless you just enjoy losing money. <laughs> I would actually rather pay 15 more dollars a month, sir. <laughs> or however much it is. I don't even know how much it is, but still. Interesting. Um, Interesting. One yeah. fun fact. Disney bought Fox last year or 2019 mm-hmm. or whatever. That was 71.3 mm-hmm. billion. So this is this mm-hmm. is close. Wow. This is close. That's crazy. How close mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. I mean Activision Blizzard was it was king for quite a while. So well, I every day there's something new to this. So I think they're feeling like kings right now. <laughs> The, I mean, it's, it's got sixty-seven billion dollars. As far as like mm-hmm. the Activision, like them being sued by the state and having terrible workplace and all that kind of stuff, it was funny to see Phil Spencer in that first article be like, basically, once this deal closed, I'm the CEO. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and I will say, and I will say, as big of a deal I'm as this captain. is, I would, I would keep an eye out because of that stuff that's going on <laughs> at Blizzard for. If something big enough broke out of there news wise, right. something crazy enough, the deal could totally be off. I could see that happening. Um yeah. I don't necessarily think that'll happen. But yeah. <laughs> if uh, you know, something I bad mean, enough goes on there. You know? uh, Bill Gates was buddies with Jeffrey Epstein, so it's cool. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um supposedly the head of Activision was also in Epstein's black book. Ooh. It keeps going. I know that there's going to be a freaking dun. documentary, Netflix documentary, one day on all of this, and it's going to be a, a great watch. <laughs> uh, but we are gonna we are going to continue to monitor this. I'm sure we will talk about it more in the coming weeks probably, as more stuff. Probably not. We'll visit it next out. year. Same same week. Same same yeah. week next year when it closes. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a good 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 old time. But we're going to mm-hmm. wind down a bit now. It's been a while since we've talked. Kind of any ongoing game, whether it's Rocket League or Overwatch or whatever, because yeah. these games are talk Warzone. Apex because they just keep happening. We don't talk Warzone, don't lie. We just did because it's the best game ever. It is the best game ever until all of the Warzone streamers moved to Apex and now no one plays Warzone anymore. That's not true, but really, whatever. Did a lot seriously a lot of them move over to Apex? I did hear yeah, that. a lot of them move over to Apex. Yeah. So Apex is kicking. I've played a lot of Apex, but I haven't played it in a while. So supposedly Warzone got too easy, is what they say. Like oh, aim assist, okay. aim assist, and all that kind of stuff. It was just like it wasn't fun to. It wasn't. It takes more skill apparently on PC because these are all PC people to play Apex than it does on Warzone. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know too too much about that. But guys. There was a Rocket League mobile game that came out. Can you freaking believe it? I Are have we... it. Do you really? Yeah. Are you pro gamer at it yet? Dude. Pro gamer. <laughs> it's gotten like crazy good reviews, <laughs> which is shocking to me. It's uh pretty much like, I can't remember what it's called, but 
the other Andrew in my band uh mm, plays this like two. got it yeah plays <laughs> this uh this game it's like i mean it's soccer with like these jumping heads i can't remember what it's called but it's basically exactly like that well there you go i know um, i know okay. what you're talking about i don't remember what that's called but i know exactly what you're talking about yeah it's like uh what? you 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 only go uh like you can't go like sideways it's just like a it's like 2d basically yeah kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. The GameSpot review has the good and the bad of, about this game. It says, The good 2D presentation simplifies Rocket League while maintaining the essential feel. Touch controls are tight and responsive. Short, snappy matches perfectly fit the mobile platform. Solid multiplayer progression system dishes out rewards at a good clip. But the bad, still best enjoyed with a controller. That's what they say. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for, for sure. sure. Is I there say, any... I just downloaded it just now. Um, released on November 29th and on just a, a, a Pixel phone or whatever, it says 10 plus million downloads. So that's, wow. that's pretty good that's in a couple months. Um, Is there any crossover? Like, oh, like, you know, some games are like, oh, you played a, the mobile version of our game. So here's a free car or a free skin or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna I find think, out. Give me a second. I think so. I don't remember exactly, but like I signed in through like my same account. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. I think I think there probably is. Oh boy. I tried to what have Jason account? on this podcast because he's our <laughs> other Rocket League person. But yes, we've talked. He's the a good most bit Rocket, Rocket League of a person that we have. Could be. We've talked a good bit about Rocket League. Up until I probably the past year, because it's just one of those games like an Apex or an Overwatch. Like they'll have events and stuff like that, but for the most part, the core gameplay like nothing's really changed. Well, I and mean, I Rocket League, Rocket League is just it kind of is what it is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So I'm saying I don't think anything's changed in Rocket League. I guess since like the tournament, the big update they had to introduce tournaments, or the last update when they're like, we're not doing a. The boxes anymore. We're doing blueprints and all that kind of stuff. Was kind of like the last big thing. Yeah, they but do. They do have. They do have two v two tournaments now. They do. They do. Is there looking in towards the future now that they don't have to work on this mobile game anymore? What do you? What? Where does Rocket League Rocket League go from here? Do we do a Rocket League two? Do we just keep this and we just stay the course, or do they do some? <laughs> Some something I don't know. Do they do they mess with microtransactions again? Do they add some more game modes again? Because obviously we have like hockey, rumble, the basketball one, the drop shot I could one. See, I could see maybe adding some more, more game modes. Drop, what's it called? Drop, drop shot. shot. That, that one sucks. It, uh, it does stupid. suck. Yeah, they need to just replace that one. <laughs> uh, I, I could see that. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of like the rumble stuff, but I mean, the the thing about that they do well is that they definitely do. I mean, you know, lots of games do this, but it's just like they're constantly releasing new skins and there's different tournaments and, and like, you know, they have seasonal stuff, you know, I mean, similar to like call of duty where, you know, there's a certain type of game, game type, you know, around Halloween or Christmas or whatever. Um, the battle you know, passes they, as well. Yeah, yeah. They have been battle doing passes. um stuff with like 
almost like sponsorships with other companies and stuff too. Like, um, mm-hmm. like they uh, just did the, I have the James Bond car, the James Bond car. Yeah. They did Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters. They did something with the NFL. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Think maybe like last Super Bowl around then or something. Yep. So, you the know, Titans. they're always, they're always like, uh, trying out new stuff, which kind of just keeps it fun and exciting. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what they would do. Crazy do we get a battle royale mode? That's the question. Big old map. Big old map. Tanner, Whoa. big old map. Take all the <laughs> items that you get in Rumble. You get the freaking punch, the spikes, the hook, grappling hook, whatever. And no ball like, or anything. You just, you just. It's no ball. Time. You just gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta blow them up by going fast, or you gotta use one of your items or whatever, and just this. this big I mean, old that could be map. awesome. I do think. It would be cool if for like 4v4, if they did a bigger arena. Bigger arenas. Yeah. That would be cool. Hmm. 10v10, even bigger arenas. That would be way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they should do arena kind of like I was just looking on the, the mobile app, which by the way, they didn't give me anything for joining with an email address that was... An epic account for other stuff. That's bullcrap. That's bullcrap. No, I want, I want my Luigi stuff from Doc, Nintendo from the Switch. I agree. Dock some points. Dock some points. But, but I think maybe you could have a mode where they have the goal halfway up the wall, kind of like this on that. that well, they had those like weird maps. If they do have weird maps, yeah. Um, I don't they remember. Did. They used to. Do they still have a card that's like or a game mode that's like here are the weird maps that we're thinking about? Because remember the. If you if you go way mm. back, the Tokyo map, remember, used to have the little sides. Yeah, yeah, they've and got then, they've got some. And they were like, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, they they have it some. Was not as bad as the uh, other ones. Rotating game modes that will have different maps and stuff like that. Uh, on PC though, uh, people create like create their own maps and game types, and you can play them. Yep, if you're on PC. But you can't yeah, on yeah. Rocket League Forge. We need that. We so, need that on console. That what are cool. they doing? Hands down, the worst. Like, like anybody, the most. <laughs> anybody like, can create something. What was the What was the map called? Where like it wasn't flat. It like went up and around in the corners. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. It's the big like like um, Mad Max looking level. I despise that. Oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 something. <laughs> yeah. It's something. <laughs> Yeah, I would, dude. If they just put that like create your own game mode on console, I think it'd go crazy. Because I still yeah, think I do too. I know that I know PC is huge, and you have all the esports and stuff. I would still think there's probably a lot of PlayStation people, as far as their player count, simply because so it came to PlayStation first, and it was free right. when it came to PlayStation. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people that just downloaded, like us, that just downloaded it for free because we we're like, it's free. Let's freaking play it, and then it was the best game ever. So we're like, I guess we have to keep playing this now. It's the best it game is ever. the best game ever. I'm glad you admit it. <laughs> yeah, well, still, still, I'm still reading GameSpot. It's still best enjoyed with a controller. You know what I mean? It definitely is. I mean the 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 mobile versions, like you know, I I uh, I passed some time when I was sitting in a deer stand. Played some Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, literally, then. that's the first time I played. <laughs> Rocket League on the go, man. That's what you, you do. What you got to do. 
That's that's the whole point. He was in the rocket stand, which is or in the rocket stand, in the deer stand, just to get away and play. It's, that's what it is. The rocket. Stand. I know exactly. It's the deer stand for Rocket League. <laughs> well, you know, I was taken in nature for like you know two hours, and I was like, all right, I'm bored. <laughs> this nature crap sucks give me my yeah. <laughs> do they have is it like on can you play online they have yeah. online modes and stuff or is it just like yeah. Random? oh yeah, yeah. they got they got the chat too you can want to save people on your left all day long <laughs> oh i do i'm such i'm so toxic with that i'm an on your left kind of guy that Even is literally only my team said. can yeah. see it which makes yeah. it better. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, any final thoughts before we end in this out? Matthew, I'll start with you. Final thing that's in your brain. Things your are brain changing. Hole. It'd be interesting to see what's next. If there's any information that comes out about uh, games, they plan on making exclusive or if there's a response from Sony, as far as like, is this going to be, like I said, the end of third parties? Is it going to be like, Oh snap, everybody better buy the companies that are out there before they get gone. So I'll say this. It'll be interesting to see what happens. If you're Sony right now, I would just expect at some point, whether it's next year or 2024 or whenever, that Call of Duty is going to be gone. So mm-hmm. you need to have that's the one thing that they, they tried Killzone when PS4 came out. It wasn't the greatest. They had resistance back on the PS3 days, which some people liked, but still wasn't the greatest. Sure. They have that team sure. now with all the uh, veteran Call of Duty people on it. That's a mm-hmm. PlayStation exclusive team working on some sort of shooter. So that I feel like they need they need something. They I, need to just start preparing I, now. Whether you buckle down, and you get three teams to make a shooter. Hope one of them sticks. I don't know, but I would start. That's the process I would start if I was them. Unless they're confident that Call of Duty is still going to be on PlayStation throughout, which is possible. Um, I, I think Killzone's the IP for it. I just think you just need to make a better game than they had last time. Last game was fine, but focus more on the multiplayer. You know, the the, the kill zone world works. It's a good one. Sure. Um, Tanner, any final thoughts? No, I mean, thir- what's thir- the thoughts uh, stands for thirsty hose out there? <laughs> what's the? Uh, I'm. I assume it's probably similar to, you know. <laughs> our our responses which is basically have we all have a lot of questions but like what is the response been uh generally speaking you know throughout the like yeah the gamers world like what what are the comments it, on those tweets and stuff overreaction as you would expect yeah there's a, yeah. like like you, you look at the comments of- underneath and it's uh it's a mixture of of people just swing the pendulum so far it's just like right. oh well playstation gamers just crying now and the playstation gamers like we don't care and so this, do, and like do. the answers the answer somewhere in the middle it's not either one of those things right <laughs> and so um but it, i i think it's a lot of that cautious optimism it's like oh snap this could be huge let's see one let's see what the heck's going on at blizzard because nobody really knows what's going on at blizzard right now and right. then two let's see what microsoft does with it but um, I mean, me it's personally, I, it's I just i I love cross platform games. I mean, just because I can play with more of my friends. I mean, the sure. mm-hmm. simple reason is that you know, right? So I don't I because think, I don't have friends. <laughs> I'm not one to say what's right and wrong, but I'm going to tell you what I think the right response is has been, which was if 
Activision Blizzard was just normal. They didn't have all this crap going on with them the last couple of years, and they were just their normal thing. I think a lot more people would be pissed off. I don't like, think they would have sold. You freaking just bought them, and you're gonna. And we all know you don't spend seventy billion dollars. You're you're gonna make Call of Duty exclusive. It's just like Overwatch yeah. Three. It's gonna be exclusive. Diablo Five, and whatever the next Tony Hawk is. I mean, they freaking fixed their problem that Xbox doesn't have a family friendly face now they have crash and spyro just freaking reboot one of those and there you go you can get all your kids on hearthstone there. you can get they can put freaking hearthstone on xbox but i mean they just have to reboot yeah. spyro now and do a series s bundle and every kid in america would buy it yeah. crash seems out. like such a playstation game to me it is <laughs> that's yeah. what 100 100 percent yeah um but i think the right but response that- now is just like you their blizzard is just such in a crappy spot and everybody kind of the employees don't like working there and games like overwatch 2 which people want but it's just like in this weird limbo no one knows what's happening because activision blizzard's like blowing up like imploding on themselves mm-hmm. so they're like mm-hmm. freaking yes please buy them and fix them i think at this point is mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the way it is sure, sure, save sure. save these games for us at this, but yeah yeah and and outside of Call of Duty, especially anything that Blizzard makes, it always seems like it takes them forever to make any game because they would rather spend yeah. two extra years on it to make it perfect than they would release it and get the money. And you got to think at some point Microsoft's going to not want that to happen because they got to, you know, get $70 billion back from this. And so, True. Um, but how much of I, that is. is- terrible work environments too like would it be done two years sooner if they didn't and the answer to that question wasn't is a frat who party the already. heck knows <laughs> who True. the heck knows so um, it's interesting yeah it's, it's gonna be good times it's, it's gonna be it's good. one of the biggest things to happen in games in a long long time yeah Definitely. i've been watching some podcasts of people just being like is this the biggest gaming news to ever happen because of just this sheer amount of like shock like very often, though, I look at my phone and I just yell out an audible, like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> because I thought when I read no. the thing, it wasn't until I saw them say in that in that piece that they wrote, like, "We're acquiring Activision Blizzard," and I'm just like, "You can do that? Like, it's a thing that you can just do." <laughs> do the most important it- question here is now that Microsoft owns it, do you think they'll be smart enough to give us McCree back? No, they will not give us McCree back. Hundred percent. I didn't think so. Um, no, I I think it's it is up there as one of the biggest news stories and in, in like breaking news kind of thing. I think number one in my lifetime, at least the one that sticks out the most, was the announcement of the Wii and just what that was. And people were like, mm-hmm. "That thing moves and you hold it and do stuff." What? <laughs> it was mind blowing, yeah. and it also sold a quadrillion systems. And so, but that's but, not you know. Uh, that's that's well, more of an be. announcement than it is like a like shake up in the industry something happening. So yeah, and for this not to have like been leaked out by anybody is pretty crazy. Like usually you'll see an article like Microsoft, EA, and others yep. looking to acquire Activision Blizzard or whatever. It was yeah, just like, yeah, I just feel like this happened. And- I feel like this has happened quickly. I feel like Blizzard, and Activision, maybe got to that point, or Activision Blizzard got to that point where they're like, okay, this is not. We need to figure somebody buy it. And so yes. we need to go, hey, look, this is what's going on. Would you be interested? And Microsoft Please. right now is buying anything and everything. So they're kind of like, we 
you know what? We had an extra 70 billion we were trying to figure out what to do with. So let's do this thing. You know, we were, we were just going to drop it on another Pixar movie, but instead, no. Um, <laughs> We were just going to buy Pixar and just start making Pixar movies. But now that we have hey, the Overwatch you know, team, they can just do it. It's funny that you say that. If this Mario movie comes out and does really well, Sonic keeps doing really well, I could see a Crash movie, something like Crash that. For sure. Just saying. That'd be Crash cool. versus Nathan Spyro. Drake. You know, who, who's the PlayStation mascot going to be? Crash versus Spyro. Could totally Vers- Versus Mario. Maybe we do a team up. Ooh. And then brutally murder one of them. This is starting to sound like <laughs> Super Smash Bros. 974. <laughs> I feel like I know, Xbox right? can do their own Super Smash Brothers now. But well, we want to thank yeah. everybody for listening. Again, new episodes of this year podcast come out every Friday. Okay. Anywhere you get your podcast Friday. at, we're also in video format on YouTube.com. Um, so you can watch us over there and you can see our pretty faces if you've ever wanted to see three straight white men talk about video games you know you've come to the right place <laughs> you can go to, to youtube.com and just watch this go at it um again you can rate us on spotify now give us five stars uh on apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff um if you want to be a part of the show you can send in your topics stuff like that we also have a discord channel where it's a lot easier to get all that stuff in so just go to our socials go into our link tree and come join our discord y'all but that's gonna be do it for us here we will be with you all again next Friday. see ya oh, let's break it.